Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast on this Monday, beginning of a new work week. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks for joining me on our chapter day journey, where we embark on a chapter a day trek through Hebrews. And it was verse 2 of chapter 1 that resonated with me this morning. It says, In these last days God has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. Today's podcast is entitled, New Layers of Perception. I woke up this morning remembering that it was time to choose which book in the great story to trek through on this chapter day journey. Now, to be honest, there's never been much rhyme or reason to where the journey goes next <laughs> at this point. I believe every book has been blogged through at least twice, many having been revisited four or five times. So why keep going? Well, when Jesus was tempted by the prince of this world, he compared the great story to spiritual bread. This book, this great story, this Bible is basic spiritual nutrients. It's sustenance. It's a foundational life-giving staple from a spiritual perspective. When Moses commissions Joshua to be his successor and the leader of the Hebrew people, he tells Joshua, always keep this book of the law, and at that point it was the, uh, the only written pieces of the great story at that time. He said, always keep this book of the law on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will prosper and find success. That was the first verse I ever memorized. It launched my perpetual reading and meditation and study, and it has never gotten old. In fact, the reality is I only find it getting deeper and more fascinating for me. Why? Well, first, because every time I trek through a book again, I am at a different place on the journey. My perspective from this waypoint in the journey changes what I see and hear and receive in spiritual nutrients and sustenance. It's like going back to your favorite restaurant and having your favorite meal off the menu after not having tasted or experienced it in years. It's the same meal, but you experience it differently. Second, with every step of my life journey, I acquire new information, new inputs, experiences, which lead to greater insight into the stories, the episodes, the lyrics, the poems, as well as the great story as a whole. Metaphor is layered with meaning. And the more experiences I have in life, the more I see layered in the message, capital M, and the more connections I make in the text, both to other pieces of the great story and to other pieces of my life. And third, I found it to be exactly what Jesus said it was, foundational, life-giving, spiritual staple. When I take a chapter each day and contemplate and meditate and think about it, it centers me at the beginning of the day. It informs my thoughts and my meditations for the day. It reminds me how to think and speak and act and relate and live this day. And it often gives me an encouragement to inspire me, a promise on which to cling, an affirmation to comfort me wherever I am. 
And so a quick perusal of the latest chapter a day treks by book revealed to me only a couple of books missing from the list referred to as the New Testament books. And the first one I noticed missing was Hebrews. And so here we go. Since the last time I made my chapter a day trek through the epistle to the Hebrews, my dear friend sent me a personal essay about Pierre de Chardin that has greatly inspired me to learn more about this 20th century Jesuit priest and mystic and scientist. His writings were banned, his teaching was censored, and he was silenced by the institutional Catholic Church. And history teaches me that this is always a credible sign that he was on to something true. In particular, Chardin's thinking around the Omega Point had a huge influence on both the worlds of science and art in the 20th century, and this was all new to me. In short, the Omega Point theorizes that everything in the universe is connected, and just as the entire universe sprang from the explosion of a tiny point of matter, I guess we call that the alpha point, so he theorized everything will eventually collapse and return to a tiny point of matter, the omega point. And as I launched into this first chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews this morning, I only had to get to the second verse before I ran into something I've never seen in my reading of this text before, over 40 years. It says, quote, In these last days God has spoken to us by his son Jesus, whom he appointed heir of all things. Now, the heir receives the inheritance. If Jesus is the heir of all things, then all things eventually return to him as inheritance. He is the omega point. The scripture goes on to say that, and through him also he made the universe. So Jesus was also the alpha point, the alpha and the omega. And the author of Hebrews goes on to state in the next verse, Jesus sustains all things. In this letter to the followers of Jesus in Colossia, Paul states that in Jesus, quote, all things hold together, end quote. Therefore, I'm reminded this morning that Jesus is the alpha point from which all things spring, the omega point to which all things return, and also what science ironically refers to as dark matter, which is the power that holds everything together. Okay, so this is all kind of big picture and mystical. I got it. So what does this have to do with my day to day? Well, my meditation on Jesus being the heir of all things leads me to conclude that nothing that I think I own or possess is truly mine. I will die. And the things of this earth that I have will be passed on to others who will also die and they'll be passed on to others. And so it will eventually continue to be passed down. It's going to erode. It's going to decay or be destroyed to eventually flow back in <laughs> to the matter of the universe until it reaches the omega point. It makes sense then why Jesus would tell his followers not to worry about or invest in the things of this world because he sees the bigger picture. 
He's looking in context of the great story in which all of creation, Jesus will, it says in the first chapter of Hebrews, he'll roll up like a robe someday and like a garment, they will be changed, a new heaven, a new earth. And if Jesus is the sustainer holding all of creation together, then however present and accessible he is, he's holding me together in ways that I never consider. So in the quiet this morning, I head into my day considering everything in my temporal life in the context of a much larger reality. This is what I find Jesus constantly teaching his followers. I hear him saying, Tom, you guys break out of the crimped tunnel vision of this human existence. Learn to see as I see. Step back and see in the context of the Alpha and the Omega, the interconnectedness and omnipresent sustaining that I do all around you and you never see it. For once you see it, then you will see each day, each moment, each interaction with a whole new hope and a whole new possibility. I hope you have a great day full of hope and possibility, my friend. We'll be back here tomorrow. 